On today's episode, Alicia shares a trip report from her January trip with 10 people. Welcome to Pixie Dust Parents. We are Alicia and Nicole, two Disney-loving moms here to help you plan your trip with babies, toddlers, preschoolers, and older kids. Join us for a magical journey. Hello, Alicia here with a quick content note. We had some trouble with one of the microphones during this recording. We're new to podcasting and didn't realize the issue until we'd already been recording for over an hour. So you might notice that my audio sounds kind of far away and a little crackly. We apologize for the sound issue. It does get better later in the trip report, and we're confident that we won't have this problem again. But thank you for your patience, understanding, and for sticking with us. All right, Alicia, you had a trip with a ton of family members. Ten. Like, wow, that's a lot. So tell me, what were your trip dates? So we were in Disney World from January 11th, 2023, until January 16th, um, which was MLK Day. So it was like a Wednesday to a Monday trip. Okay. Who who all went with you? So we had my parents, who are in their 70s, my older sister, her boyfriend, her two kids, who are teenager teen adults, um, and then my husband and my two kids and myself. So yes, there were 10 of us and we ranged from um, early 70s to two years old. <laughs> I was going to say that seems like a wide range. Um, how, yeah. how many years are between you and your sister? She is eight years older than me. So okay. she, her kids are 19 and 15. They were mm-hmm. 18 and 15 on the trip. Um, but her oldest is in college. And so part of the timing for the trip was like over that J term that they get. Um, so that was part of why we traveled in January. Wow. Yeah, that's a, a good amount of age range, age range. So I can, can't even imagine how that plays out in like choosing <laughs> who did what in the parks and who got to choose everything and whatnot. Um, but before we get into that, tell me how your flight went. It went terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's to be sum up, It was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad flight. Um, oh. It was probably, mm, I've been stranded in Chicago before, but I would say that this is probably the second worst flight experience we've ever had. Um, and it was just, it part of it was January flying. Um, we're in Minnesota. There was an ice storm that night. Yeah. It was like above freezing, which is weird in January. And then it rained and then it froze. And so everything was covered in glare ice. Mm-hmm. Um, if my son had gone to school that morning, he would have had a delay because the roads were so frozen. Like they, they delayed school by two hours, which they don't oh. do yeah. that often. I know you guys are used to driving in 10 feet of snow, I feel like. (laughs) We are. Well, not 10 feet, but we definitely have, we definitely have a robust public public works system, 
with lots of plows and lots of sand and salt. And this is the mm -hmm. kind of situation where like salt and sand don't do anything. So yeah, anyway, wow. enough about that. And we almost crashed on the way to the airport. It was oh, terrifying. Wow. Early morning flight. We made it to the airport. We got there. We got through TSA. Um, there were some meltdowns along the way because it was very early. But we got on the flight. We boarded, I think, at like 5.20 in the morning. Uh -huh. And we sat And this on is everyone? Plane. No, no. So we were on two separate flights. Sorry. Okay. Um, my sister and my parents were on a later flight. Okay. They were, I think they were on like the, I think their flight was supposed to be at like 8.30. Okay. Um, and ours was at 6. So it was so, your family of four that <laughs> yeah. had all the fun. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like texting them as I'm, as we're going, and it was like, oh my God, you guys leave early. It's terrible. <laughs> we almost crashed into a, into a minivan. Like oh. just letting them know what to expect. Yeah. Um, so we got on the flight and then we sat on at the gate for two hours. We never even pulled out. Oh my, oh, um, with and two little ones. Okay. With two little Here ones. Here we go. And we, <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was fun. And we were in separate rows. So we weren't oh. all together. We were close, but we weren't all uh -huh. together. And then the announcement came on that this was the day that the FAA, like computers were down and all <laughs> flights around the country had been grounded. Oh, so it was how like, fun. What? Okay. All right. Um, that was one so thing after the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So at like 7.15, they made us all get off the plane and okay. we had to take everything with us. And we were like, oh my God we're not leaving today. We're like, we're just going to be, we're going to, we're going to lose a day. Oh. Um, and then we got off the plane, used the bathrooms, got some snacks and water, and then immediately got called back on the plane at 745. Hmm. So it was like the amount of time it took us just to take my daughter's booster seat or um, car seat out of the plane. It wasn't, oh. it was not worth it. Yeah. And so we got back on the plane and we're in the very last row of the plane. Like we're up against the bathrooms. So this is like a long walk, a long haul. So we get back on the plane at 7.45 and we get all strapped in and we're ready to go. And I think we actually took off around 10.15. Um, so by the time we got on the plane and so, like everybody was boarded, doors were shut, it was eight. We sat for another two hours. We had to go through plane de-icing, which is this whole long process again because of the ice storm and by that time my sister was the rest of my family was on their plane i think they left 20 minutes after us um so it was just this ridiculous situation <laughs> where there was nothing we could do to control it it was just yeah. weather and faa and stuff that you can't really plan for uh-huh um but yeah so we did eventually take off and my sister and I, we had park reservations for Hollywood Studios that day. Um, because we were arriving so early, we were just planning to stack lightning lanes and mm -hmm. show up at the park um, and do some rides that evening. So we had already booked several lightning lanes. And like we had both booked lightning lanes, individual lightning lanes. And then we had like the 
two hours after park open actually hit while we were still on the ground. So we had lots of lightning lanes scheduled yeah. already. So the flight itself, like once we actually took off, it was fine. Um, and we landed at MCO, took the trolley, the little tram to the um, baggage claim, got our bags, and then we were taking um, Sunshine Flyer. And so we, we were on the right side for that, which was really nice. And so we just walked right down there um, and checked in. There was, I think, one other family waiting and they got on a bus like right as we finished checking in. So we sat for maybe 10 minutes. Um, mm -hmm. It was really cute. They gave the kids these little like conductor hats and badges. Um, so they got to be like little honorary train conductors. Yeah. Um, and then they, the bus showed up and called us over um, and we, we loaded up. And I want to say there was two or three other families on with us. And we headed off and we were the, we were the second stop. So, um, we got to the hotel pretty quickly, which was really nice. And at this point, I remember you saying, so your sister and parents were like a half hour behind you at this point, did they catch up to you or are you guys on the bus again, still just your family of four? It's still just a family of four. Um, okay. so just the four of us, they had landed like right as we got to baggage claim. <laughs> and then by the time we got on our bus, they were just showing up at the Sunshine Flyer desk. Like mm. I was texting them that like, we're just leaving the airport. And they were like, we just got to the desk for the, oh. for the bus. So they were just like <laughs> right behind us. Just barely. Step yeah. Of the way. yeah which, it was okay. It worked out fine. Um, but it would have been nice if we, you know, had just connected yeah at the time but yeah so, so more to come your, on that. yeah you're at your resort now and what resort was this uh we stayed at the contemporary Ooh. so we had um rooms in the garden wing okay. so the not the main building but the sort of side building mm -hmm. on the i want to say it's the south end of the the resort yeah um, so we, we did get the newer, they are the newer, like Incredibles themed rooms. Um, uh, but they're not in that big A-frame building there. It's a two, two level building. Um, so yeah, we stayed there. Those rooms are actually like in terms of deluxe pricing, some of the most affordable. Um, so they're, I think the rack rate in January is around 480 a night. Okay. during the week and then slightly over 500 a night on weekends. Um, uh -huh. So they weren't a crazy price. Um, my mom uses a wheelchair and, or walks with like a walker or a cane um, when she's able. But for us, like on this trip, especially, we really wanted to be walking distance to Magic Kingdom and then have monorail access. Um, uh -huh. So that was a big factor in where we stayed. Um, yeah. I had never stayed at a deluxe resort before. So that was a new experience for me and my kids who are growing up to be incredibly bougie. were like, we, I need no. to stay at the contemporary again. Like, that was, was just a one-time thing, child. Just thinking that this is like a little bougie trip right here. I love it. 
so bougie, so bougie. So, yeah, so we're at the contemporary. And at this point, like, I'm at a deluxe resort. I'm all in, right? Like, yeah, of course. get off the bus and they come over and they're like, would you like bell services to handle your luggage for you? And I was like, (laughs) yes, I would. Yes, please. Please take my luggage. (laughs) Exactly. So we left the luggage with bell services to deliver to the room. And we were hungry. We were super hungry. Yeah. Of course, with the um, with the delay, we were about four hours late. We had had to cancel our lunch at Steakhouse Seventy One. We were supposed to be there at like one, and we didn't get in until I think our plane landed at like two fifteen. Okay. Um. So a bunch of our plans had to be adjusted, which it happens. Um, yeah. So we had canceled our lunch. We went up to Contempo Cafe and got lunch just as quick as we could basically just get some french fries in <laughs> these kids and our we had done an amazon fresh order okay. so that was waiting at bell services for us too with some snacks and things and i had packed snacks for the plane but we were definitely ready for like a real meal uh-huh. um so we went up to contempo cafe and ate and then um while we were eating my family arrived and got checked into their rooms sort of figured out where they were and then we we connected the the kids and I we went to our room and my sister's room was just down the hall from us. Oh, cool. So I just like we just knocked on the door and I sent the kids in and they went <laughs> to cousins and they went to play and then I went back to my room and we like opened up some luggage and put some stuff away. So then we sort of got the stroller ready, grabbed the grabbed the bags and we were off to Hollywood Studios because we had a bunch of lightning lanes, so we had, to get, we had to get to Hollywood Studios in time for our Slinky Dog Dash lightning lane. Um, what an arrival day. <laughs> it was. It really was. And this is the only day we had planned at Hollywood Studios. My parents aren't huge thrill ride. They're not at all thrill ride people. They're, I think their favorite ride was Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh. So that's more of their speed. Um, yeah, and that that was like a thrill ride for them, which is amazing. <laughs> That's we all yeah. love it. Hollywood Studios didn't have a huge appeal for them. Mm-hmm. They're also not really Star Wars people, so we didn't spend a ton of time there. Okay. Spoiler alert: on our next trip, we're gonna spend more time there. Um, <laughs> but we only planned for this one evening, and admittedly, it was supposed to be from like four o'clock until close and yeah. it ended up being more like five fifty five until close. I mean, that's um, not horrible. Like a two hour ish no. difference. That's not too horrible considering your flight left four hours later. <laughs> right. We just so, didn't get the rest time or the like nice lunch. It's Disney. Wanted. You can't expect that. No, <laughs> no, no rest of time. There's actually. No rest. <laughs> no, and I was running on like three hours of sleep. So always <laughs> the rest time was definitely, despite my lack of napping, the rest time was definitely in my mind for me. We survived. It was fine. We yeah. did forget to bring sweatshirts for the kids. And okay. so it was we got there and it was probably like 80 and sunny and lovely. And we're from Minnesota. So it was like, phew, this is amazing. And we're in shorts. I can't mm-hmm. believe I have pants on right now. Uh, 
So we <laughs> headed off to the park in shorts and t-shirts and we just for totally spaced and forgot to throw the kids sweatshirts in the stroller. So they got new sweatshirts or actually Betty got a new jacket and Eddie insisted that he was not cold and refused to put on anything else. Like he was hard <laughs> into the it's summer here and yeah. I'm not wearing a hoodie right now. <laughs> um, there's no ice. So, there's no jacket. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm fine. Just let no. me be. So <laughs> we get into the park and it was actually like, it was pretty funny because they had about 10 minutes before the slinky dog um, lightning ring was going to expire. Like the, oh, I love know, there's that. a little bit of a, a grace period at the end. I and love we were pushing it. it. <laughs> we were pushing it on the grace period. And mm. then um, my niece, my two nieces, my sister's boyfriend and Eddie went to ride the ride. The rest of us were like, it's fine. We'll just take it easy. It's, I mean, we have the benefit of having been many times. Um, and if I don't get on Slinky Dog one trip, it's not the end of the world to me. <laughs> so they ran. Um, of course, none of them had any idea where they were going. Oh. So they got lost. And then <laughs> I like called them and said, you have to okay, pull up the app. <laughs> Follow the little dot. Turn left by Little Mermaid. Like, just, okay, now turn right by Joffrey's in the bathroom. Yep, there you go. <laughs> so it's the smallest park on property. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. It's just, it's so hard to imagine now, but I'm trying to, like, put myself in, like, okay, they're teenagers. Okay, they're teenagers. Uh -huh. Yeah. So they got on their ride. They just, you know, made it by the skin of their teeth. They got on the ride. We headed over to Backlot Express and got some more snacks. Um, my husband bought a um, anniversary popcorn bucket, got mm -hmm. some popcorn for the kids. And so we hung out for a little bit. Um, once they got off the ride, they met us there. Everybody sort of ate their snacks and, and refreshed. They hadn't eaten at Contempo Cafe, so they were starving. And then we had a lightning lane for Rise of the Resistance. So we went over, we all walked over there. Um, we all did the ride together. My parents weren't going to do it. Again, they're not huge Star Wars people. Yeah. Um, so they hung out with Betty. So we um, didn't have to do rider switch, which was, which awesome. was really, really nice. It is. Yeah. It, oh, it's amazing when you don't have to do rider switch, just the time you save. Yeah. Um, because that's another one that I don't always bother doing it because it's uh -huh. such a time investment. Yeah. So we hopped on, we hopped into Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run after Rise. I don't remember if that was a Genie Plus selection. We also had a DAS um, set up for my son. And so we had some DAS pre-selections and that might have been one of them. Because we had a 10-person party, not everybody was on his DAS pass. You can only have five people in addition to the person with the pass. Um, so that was sort of tricky with certain rides, but there were very few rides that we all rode together anyway. So we hopped into um, Smuggler's Run. That's I think that's my favorite ride at Hollywood Studios. And I know it's like the dumbest ride to have be your favorite, but <laughs> my son and I, like every time we ride it, we end up being pilots. And I am terrible at video games. And 
he is not terrible at video games, but he's eight. So uh-huh. the flight is very, very jerky. There's a lot of crashing. There's a lot of manic giggling. <laughs> and it's just so fun. It also really reminds me of the old um, Back to the Future ride at Universal. And uh-huh. that, like when I was a kid, that was my favorite ride. I loved that ride. So it really reminds me of that in a lot of ways. But anyway, so we hopped off of that, um, met up with my parents and the baby and my sister, and we walked into Toy Story Land. We had a pass for Toy Story Mania and Alien Swirling Saucers. We had really stacked. Like, we kept stacking all day. So (laughs) we had, like, Alien Swirling Saucers was at, like, 6.15, and Toy Story Mania started at, like, 6.30. And so... We all went on Toy Story. Or we all went on Alien Swirling Saucers um, because everybody is tall enough for that one. And I honestly don't remember. I think I rode with Betty and my husband. I can't remember who Eddie rode with, but we all sort of split up. And <laughs> there were went. so many of us. He went. He rode with somebody. I don't yeah. know. He really loves my sister's boyfriend. Like He thinks he's Aww. the coolest guy ever. And Jim is really, a, he's a good rides guy. Yeah. Um, so they wrote a bunch of stuff together. He was like sometimes ditching parents to ride with Jim. Which, which really is sometimes sweet. feels good, but then sometimes you're like, but I want that magical moment. <laughs> I know. I was surprised that he did occasionally pick his dad over Jim. Uh-huh. Uh, I was like, okay, well, that's good. Like that. Yeah. All right. You still love uh, me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> what you. do you need? No. <laughs> exactly. Like, go to mom when you need something. <laughs> and so right after that, we, we actually, the big kids. So, and by big kids, I mean the roller coaster big kids, which is yeah. sometimes my nieces, but really like when it comes down to it, me, my husband, my son, and my sister's boyfriend, we're the, we're the like thrill ride people. So okay. everybody else is more low key and uh-huh. nothing that goes upside down, nothing that goes backwards. And, um, so everybody who's low-key went on Toy Story Mania, and including Betty. And then everyone who's more roller coaster thrill-based booked it to rock and roller coaster. So we had okay. a lightning lane for both of those. Okay. So you so was- your whole party had like one of each, right? The whole party yeah. had... Okay. I think I probably... Didn't I knew I wasn't gonna have my my parents weren't gonna go on rock and roller coaster, or uh-huh. like and we didn't get on Tower of Terror this day, but um, I knew that they wouldn't go on those rides, so I didn't bother making any like reservations for those for them. But yeah. everybody had Toy Story Mania. Every had everyone had aliens rolling saucers, okay. um, and this was the thing where like my sister and I were like sort of taking turns. That's what I was gonna ask. Okay. Yeah, we basically just so you had, had kind of a strategy plan going into it yeah. between you and your sister yeah. handling yeah. all of that. Okay. And then I was the only one making DAS selections, so uh-huh. I would just sort of ask like, "Hey, Eddie wants to do this one. Does any who wants to go with them?" And then so those DAS were kind of used for more of the like thrill rides that sell out of Lightning Lanes sometimes. Uh huh. Um, because you're just waiting the standby time. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I think Rock and Roller Coaster was a DAS selection that okay. we booked when we got into the park. Mm-hmm. And then 
was like, it was probably like a 60 minute wait. And so we were able to go on once we were done with our other lightning lane. That makes sense. So a little bit complicated, maybe a lot bit complicated, but there was a lot. That's a lot for one day, your arrival day too. And there's more. There's more. Uh (laughs) Okay. So we did Rock and Roller Coaster. It was our, everybody's first time on it. None of us had been on it before. Okay. Mason got a little bit nervous ahead of time because he was like, this is like a really big roller coaster, mom. Oh. Like, this is a 48-inch one. And I was like, <laughs> you're going to do fine, pal. Remember, yeah. like, it's it's not any bigger of a drop than Splash Mountain. You'll be okay. He absolutely loved it. His photo pass from the ride was just hilarious. He's just screaming. So we did the ride and got through really quickly. And then we did a little bit of shopping on the way back to meet everyone. Bought Betty a new jacket because they knew she'd be cold. Um, And it ended up like it is her favorite jacket ever. So I love when that happens. I love when you accidentally forget something and have to buy something adorable at Disney. (laughs) It's a terrible predicament to be in. So we met back at Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So we had another lightning lane for that. Um, and so we got in line, did that ride. My parents really loved that ride. And, and so did the kids. I mean, the kids love it too. So we did that one. And then as we got off of that ride, the projection show was happening on the Chinese theater. So we okay. stopped and got some more popcorn, watched the projection show. And then it was an after hours night that night. So things weren't like closing down, closing down. Uh-huh. Um, but we made our way towards the exit. Um, my sister's boyfriend had lost his um, magic band on <laughs> rock and roller coaster. Like first day, immediately right. dropped off. <laughs> yeah. So he went to guest relations to try to figure that out. Yeah. Um, we made some bathroom stops and then just slowly made our way out of the park back to the bus. And then we went back to the room. So we closed <laughs> down Hollywood Studios pretty well. Um, yeah. And made our way back to the contemporary for a much needed quick shut eye before you hop in the park the next day. <laughs> okay. So you're back at the contemporary headed to bed. <laughs> Hopefully how's, how'd that all go sleeping arrangements, resort room? Yeah. So we actually, we had to unpack. <laughs> we hadn't emptied our luggage at all. We had just like, tossed on shorts and ran out the door to the park. So we had to unpack and I like to get the bathroom toiletries set out. And, you know, I like to put the packing cubes in closets and drawers and things like that. And the room was really nice. It was very, very spacious. And we were on the second floor. So we had um, like a sliding glass door that open there wasn't a balcony but there was like a window that you could like sort of look out it was sort of a strange setup but so we actually like unpacked clothes got stuff out for the next day kids think they just played they played in snack because they were wired there at disney and excited so we still had like our amazon grocery order to put away and so we got out like the chips and the muffins and the breakfast bars and the fruit and i I think they had some snacks at the little table. Um, And then once we had everything sort of put away, then we got ready for bed. We had called and requested a crib when we got to the room and that had come and it was a full-size mini crib. So the like cold metal white bars (laughs) with the regular mattress 
<laughs> just, oh, I so we're very, cool. very yeah, cold. Yeah, just like our last episode, last episode, two episodes ago, two. and yeah, two. that cold metal crib <laughs> that last year she was so excited about, uh-huh. and this year she refused to sleep in it. Oh. So that next to our bed, and she slept with me, um, okay. which is okay but not great because yeah she's kind of a bad hog and she doesn't like to be touched so not ideal my son slept on the fifth sleeper because it was i think just because it was quaint and cute and like he liked the idea of having that special little bed which was also home to like the entire carry-on of plushies that we brought it was an embarrassing <laughs> amount of plushies and then my husband he my husband was in the bed next to betty and i and I think Eddie did sleep with him a couple of times or at least snuggle with him a couple of times. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So everybody else got their own bed but me. Oh, of course. I, I feel like that's yeah. very relatable. I, I can completely understand. It's what I'm going to go to bed to tonight. Is <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cuddled up. Well, hopefully you all got a decent night's sleep once everything was settled. And sounds like I you got think the bed. so. I think we did. We had a – we're not really – rope droppers most of the time uh-huh. um it's just there's a lot of like there's a lot of manic rushing to get yeah. into the park uh-huh. um and get get stuff done and we have rope drops before and we like getting there early um but we also really value like having breakfast and being able to like ease into the morning yeah and just sort of start slow um so this was our magic kingdom day I love Steakhouse 71. It is one of my very favorite restaurants at Disney. Um, and so we had a breakfast reservation that morning for, I think it was like eight o'clock. We made our way down for breakfast and had a res- had a, that reservation um, because there were 10 of us. We had most of our reservations were a six and a four. Okay. Um, 10 person reservations are not particularly <laughs> easy to get. And we've honestly, we figured it wasn't really worth trying. So uh-huh. typically when we checked in for reservations, we just let them know there were actually 10 of us, that those two reservations were one big family. If we could sit together, great. If not, if we could just sit near each other, you know, yeah. sort of, that'd be great too. Um, so we had varying success with that. Okay. This restaurant seemed really confused by us, um, but we were seated sort of near each other and it was fine. And then the the waiters and the wait staff at, Steakhouse 71 are really lovely and I've only had really great experiences with them so and really really delicious food so we had breakfast the kids had Mickey waffles I think my husband had steak and eggs my parents and I had um I can't remember what I ate to be honest (laughs) it Um, was something and you probably scarfed it (laughs) it was something I think I ate it cold (laughs) (laughs) because I was helping Betty with all of her fruit Mm-hmm. She ate, I think she ate three fruit plates. Like they kept oh, bringing her fruit. Did it, girl. <laughs> um, oh, she loves her some fruit. Yeah, I kept cutting up her fruit for her. And then I had something with eggs. Whatever it was, it was delicious. I like, I love everything on the menu there. My mom got, I think, two entrees so she could try like um, the pancakes, the seasonal pancakes. So everything was really, really good. And we just took a nice, relaxing breakfast before we walked into the park. 
And that's my favorite. That's my absolute favorite Magic Kingdom start is just eat some breakfast at Steakhouse 71, ease your way into your day, walk into the park when you're ready. So... So that was the plan for that day. So we walked into Magic Kingdom um, from the Contemporary. And I think we got into the park like a little bit before 11. I want to say it was like like 1045. Uh-huh. Um, my sister and my parents shared a locker rental. So we stopped and like at that locker rental kiosk um, just inside of security, like or w- once you get through the tap styles. And so we hung out there in the gift shop. Betty immediately found a Donald Duck hat that she had to have. Of course. So <laughs> she walked into Main Street wearing her pink Minnie Mouse Valentine's Day dress, oh. her dinosaur, stegosaur dinosaur <laughs> backpack with a leash, because I firmly believe in leashing children. They run. She's a runner. She needs a leash. Um, She's actually getting a lot better. But at this point, like the leash was necessary. And then also a Donald Duck hat where he's scowling on her forehead. And it was just so coordinating. (laughs) So coordinating. It was just the most amazing picture. That's too cute, Uh, I bet. And we're shopping. We're there with Hernani. And um, Nani buys you stuff, man. Like If there's a souvenir that you have to have, Nani is a great person to be with. I mean, my kids are spoiled anyway. Um, I certainly buy them more than I ought to. And then adding grandparents and it was like, they, their days were made. <laughs> I so bet they were just that. in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this was a dream come true for my son. Like he's wanted to go to Disney with my parents for years. And so he was just bursting. He was so excited. He wanted to take them on all the rides oh. and didn't truly understand why they wouldn't go on Space Mountain with him, but he <laughs> he got plenty of rides with them. So yeah, so we walked into the park, we took a few pictures on Main Street, just sort of like off to the side, just, you know, it was, we were fresh. The Christmas tree was still up. This was June 12th, and <laughs> June 12th, sorry. January <laughs> I was going to say, wow, Disney, get with it. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? Oof. <laughs> Um, it was January 12th, and I was going to say it felt really late for the Christmas tree to be up. <laughs> um, <laughs> my son was really excited because he really wanted to see the Christmas tree. Aww, He'd been watching the, like, the decorating for the holidays episode on Disney+. Plus, So he'd like watched them construct the tree okay. several times, and he yeah. just really wanted to see it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he got to see that. That was really exciting. Um, and then we had a seven dress mine train individual lightning lane. But um, so we headed into Fantasyland for that. Um, I think we stopped to fill our popcorn, and then yeah, we went right to Seven Dwarfs. Betty was about an inch too short for oh. Seven Dwarfs, and I didn't really expect her to ride it. She just turned two in the fall, so by January she was just a little bit over two, and I thought this probably a little bit young for seven dwarfs even if she had been tall enough like she had never been on a ride that thrilling before we did the rider switch and i sat out with her while everybody rode and we got pop we ate popcorn and then i was like storybook girl let's just get some ice cream and then they got off the ride and we we took some selfies together the family got off the ride and i took my son on a second time so he got to ride again and rider switch used to have more flexibility where you could take i think you could take like three or four people Uh with you a second time and now it is one you can ride with one other person so even (laughs) though we had this group of 10 
Yeah. We had individual lightning lanes for nine. Only one was able to ride with me again. So it was always my son. But yeah, so then we did that. He and I rode that. And he loves the Seven Dwarfs. He loves Dopey. So that was fun to go on. And then after that, I think we headed over to Little Mermaid. Um, I can't, I want to say we had a lightning lane for that. Um, But we sort of stuck in that sort of fantasy land area. We did Little Mermaid. Um, I think at one point we had a bathroom break. There were a lot of bathroom breaks on the trip. Um, Especially with kids, yes. Yeah, honestly, I think it was the teenagers and the coffee that had the most (laughs) bathroom breaks. But that was a takeaway for me was like, okay, when you're traveling with a big group like this, Uh expect lots of stops for bathroom breaks because there's just so many people, you're just going to stop more. Just anticipate that. Yeah. So we did the, um, we did Little Mermaid. We went over to Storybook Circus and rode Barnstormer. I was really excited for Betty to have her first roller coaster experience. Yeah. Um, so that was very, very, very exciting. Oh, um, Betty is a strong personality. So she was <laughs> both excited and a little bit obstinate in the line, just waiting to get on. Yeah. And then once we rode it, she rode with me. She absolutely loved it. And then she lost her mind when we had to get off of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so all in all, I would say a positive experience. She likes yeah. roller coasters. She loved the barnstormer. She didn't love how short it was and she uh-huh. wanted to ride again, but we regrouped, we figured it out. We, yeah. we got there in the end. I think we used the bathroom and storybook circus as well. And then we, um, we headed over and we had a skipper canteen reservation for later in the afternoon. Um, but some people were getting hungry and my niece has celiac, so she can't have any gluten. So there are only specific quick service locations that really cater to her. And Pinocchio Village House is one. And then Dole Whip is another. She also is sort of dairy insensitive. So Dole Whip is a good solution for her too. Um, she was feeling peckish. So my, she and my sister went over to get some snack. The rest of us, like we found the sort of metallic 50th anniversary popcorn bucket that was out at the time. Okay. And so we got in line to buy some popcorn buckets. And then I was like, you know what, if she's hungry, I bet my kids are hungry and they're just not saying anything. So I quick did a mobile order at Friar's Nook, picked it up, brought it back over. And we basically just made a little picnic right against the fence to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train facing Storybook Circus and just ate some tots and some mac and cheese and some applesauce. Um, you know, we always bring a snack bag and some bottled water with us into the park. Uh-huh. So we had sort of a, a quick, heavy snack, if you will. Um, and everybody sort of shared it, like the grown-ups had some too, and just took a really quick break, um, which was really nice because at this point, like we had kind of been going for a couple of hours. Um, and, you know, People get hungry, people are little and get overwhelmed. So it was a nice little break. It was not a very busy park day. I would say that the crowds were extremely low on this day. Um, so that made just sort of having that little picnic there really, really easy because there was nobody around. So we just sort of made the best of it. Wow. At Especially that point, in that area. Like that area of the park usually gets some good traffic of people walking through. But It wow. does. It does. Nice. And like sometimes there's a queue wrapped around for Seven Dwarfs. And it was like, 
we could hang out, we could watch the coaster go by. You know, there was some sort of built-in entertainment for the littles. And and especially with my mom's wheelchair, like it was easy to just sort of like wheelchair wheelchair and stroller together and then have some snacks. And so that was really, really nice. At that point, we like it was a beautiful day. It was warm, not not hot, but it was warm, it was sunny. We had um lightning lanes for Splash Mountain and my niece was insistent like we had to get our picture in front of the castle before we got wet on Splash Mountain. Um, so that was the next sort of plan in the schedule. So we made our way over to the castle, got stopped by the parade. And so had to sort of like go around, um, and ended up at the photo pass photographer on the right side of the castle, sort of over by like the teacup. Uh, And so we got a nice, a couple of nice group shots there and they turned out really cute, which is hard with, again, with 10 people, like, and trying to get kids to look in the right direction. And so we got those, um, and then still had to like sort of circumnavigate the parade, um, but made it over to our reservation at Skipper Canteen. And my sister was worried. She was like, we took, I mean, we had snacks like an hour ago. Are people going to be hungry? It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like by the time we get in and everything, like everybody will be hungry. Um, yeah, and they were. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that Betty was. Betty ate a lot of mac and cheese and pot. But you just can't build your day around the appetite of a two-year-old. So yeah. he's along for the ride. Um and, you know, you do your best. Mm-hmm. So Skipper Canteen, we did wait quite a while to get our table, but then we did have one big table for all 10 of us. Oh, so that cool. was really nice. Yeah, it was really, really nice that um, I wasn't expecting that, especially like in the part that we'd be accommodated with a 10 person table. Um, but we were. And so that just made me love Skipper Canteen even more. Yeah, it is more or less my favorite restaurant at Magic Kingdom. Um, and just really, really good food. They have a secret menu item that is gluten-free Brazilian cheese with like dipping sauces. So Mm -hmm. we got several of those because that's something my niece can have, but we could all enjoy. And then I think we sort of made the rounds where like we got almost one of every entree. Um, and then my niece always gets the shrimp with fried rice. And so we got to like taste and share things. The kids got the kids chicken meal, which is really, really, really good. Um, and then the kids meal comes with like a little dessert. Um, so that was really nice. We took a good amount of time to just sort of rest, recharge, eat. Um, During that time, I was grabbing lightning lanes. We had continued stacking. And one of the lightning lanes that we had was for pirate, which went down. And so we got a anytime return path. And I was like, well, I'm just going to book another pirates because we wanted to go on pirates and we were right over there. Um, But pirates actually never came back up that day. And I think I booked five or six lightning lanes while we were sitting there. And because every 10 minutes or so, it would convert what I had booked to an anytime, any attraction (laughs) lightning lane. So just a sneaky little genie plus trick. If you have a lightning lane for a ride and it goes down, 
it will be converted to a lightning lane that you can use on almost anything in the park. Um, it doesn't include like Tron or Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And I think it doesn't include Peter Pan either. But we were able to use those for pretty much whatever we wanted that evening. So that was really convenient um, and nice. So after dinner, um, we went to Splash Mountain, which this was like the week before it closed. And it is my son's most favorite ride. He he just loves all of it. Like he loves the naughty characters. He loves how long it is. He loves the detail. Like he loves all of it. And so we did another rider switch. Betty was ready for a nap at that point. And like, I think it was like 5.45 in the evening. So my kids have weird sleep and nap patterns don't you know <laughs> i understand and like most like disney napping on top of that is just like its whole own little world so totally get yeah that. like exactly like i don't want listeners to like oh the two-year-old is napping so it's like two in the afternoon like no this is <laughs> after dinner this is like her six o'clock nap um so she and i sat out for the first round and everybody else went on including my parents with we had been on Splash Mountain in our like early 90s trip right after it opened um and so they remembered having ridden it you know back in like 1993 um, That's so, so that was I know and we actually we do have some home video from that ride mm-hmm. that we've watched a couple of times and it's really cute to see like oh my gosh that was a long time ago and <laughs> so everybody rode Splash Mountain we got some amazing photo pass photos my mom makes the best faces um and then we did rider switch so that Eddie and I could go on again and I think actually I think shoot did we do rider switch or I think we might have had a DAS set up for Splash as well um because my husband was able to ride with us too like all three of us rode again um so I think it was a DAS that we had actually set up and we just skipped the rider switch so that he and I could ride with Eddie um as well so we did that and I am pro poncho on Splash I don't need to get soaked especially in January yeah I think we had pulled out the sweatshirts by this point, so it was getting cool. But after Splash, we headed back to Fantasyland. We had a DAS pre-selection booked for Peter Pan. So everybody got to ride Peter Pan, and I think Betty was awake by this point. And then the boys and the teenage girls went and did Big Thunder. Um, So I skipped Big Thunder that first night, and then... Oh, Betty was back asleep by this point. You know what? I think she was asleep through Peter Pan. Um, So she went on Peter Pan, but she was out cold. I just held her Um, and then went back in the stroller. The big kids went and did Big Thunder. um, And then everyone sort of regrouped and everyone except for me and Betty went on Haunted Mansion. Um, That ride, I swear it took them 40 minutes to ride. Um, And then... But those, like the photo pass photos on Haunted Mansion are always super funny. Um, but the pictures of my mom were so epic. She was like sniffing and about to sneeze. And I, like I saw the pictures come through and I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and then I actually like, I waited to show them to her. Um, I showed them to her later that night on Small World, and I, like, took a picture of her as she was looking at it because she was laughing. She was crying. She was laughing so hard at her own picture. It was hilarious. So, anyway, um, Haunted Mansion, 
as soon as they got off of Haunted Mansion, the fireworks started. And so my sister and her girls wanted to watch the fireworks. I had had the experience with my kids in May that my son likes the fireworks, but Betty did not. They were too bright, I think. She just, she didn't uh-huh. mind the noise, but the, the brightness seemed to bother her. So I had planned on getting Dole Whip and going to the Tiki Room, which is one of their very favorite things. So we did that. We went and got Dole Whip and then went into the Tiki Room. Um, and then she actually did see some of the fireworks and she was like clapping along and like excited and was like into it. And I was like, okay, well, maybe you were okay with <laughs> those now so yeah a little um, change of heart yeah it seems like you know she's adjusting uh-huh. she loves they both love the tiki room though so it's we you know you can't go wrong with the tiki room Mm-mm. so we did that and then after the tiki room we went and rode small world with the whole group and that's when i showed my mom her hilarious picture um and then after small world you'd think we'd go home right we've been there all day we did not. Uh, we did Seven Dwarfs Mine Train again. Uh, <laughs> we had another DAS selection for that. And okay. so we went and rode that right around Park Close. And then we walked back to the Contemporary. So I think we were there. We were probably there until about 10.45. My sister and the teenagers and my parents did a bit of shopping on Main Street. And my husband and I and the kids just walked back. Um, they were, they were toast. They, they didn't have any shopping in them. Um, and then every night when we got back to the room, Betty would get a second wind and would need snacks and time to play. You know, I'm tired. I'm ready to get into bed. And she's like, let's play with these toys. What are these plushies? Let's go, mom. Exactly. Typical toddler. That's for sure. Okay, so it sounded like an awesome but long day at Magic Kingdom. So I know that this next park day, you definitely woke up at the crack of dawn and you probably rope dropped, right? (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. No, the next day was, it was actually the first day of International Festival of the Arts at Epcot, and it was our Epcot day. Yeah, we definitely slept. Well, the kids slept in. I got up early, met my sister in the hallway as we had we had done the day before, and booked our lightning lanes at 7 a.m. Um, in our individual lightning lanes, and then went back to bed. But yeah, we slept in. I sent my husband to the main lobby, and he picked up breakfast for us, so waffles for the kids from the quick service location. He got me a big giant iced coffee from Joffrey's. We got some donuts. Like we just, we got a bunch of stuff, ate in our room, laid in bed, watched cartoons. Like, yeah, I have these adorable pictures of the kids, like their sleepy faces, like laughing and watching cartoons in bed with dad. Like that's cute. uh, it, It was lovely. It was lovely. We walked over to the monorail probably around 11. Okay. To Epcot. Very um, slow. Relaxed. Very slow. Very slow. And it's hard. Like, I'll admit, like, I, I definitely feel some FOMO. Like, I'm going to miss something. We should be at the part. We're wasting park time. Like, what are we doing? But we were out so late. 
And this day was cold. It was pretty chilly. It was actually cold for the rest of the trip, but this was the first day that it was chilly. And so it was like a little rainy as well. And I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like we're not, it's not like we're missing like beautiful warm weather and let's just chill. So the other thing that I did when we got up at seven is I bought, I put in a mobile order for figs and popcorn buckets because I have spoiled bougie children and they <laughs> love figment. So they each got their figment popcorn bucket. So that was adorable. They literally still eat popcorn out of them months later. So it seems like it was worth it. But yeah, we got into the park around noon and we headed right to the ride of figment. Um, did that first with a DAS selection. They were very excited to get there and go on it immediately. Nobody else rode it with us right away. Um, and then we went to pick up the figment popcorn bucket. We got some pretzels and popcorn and then headed over to Guardians. We had an individual lightning lane um, for the thrill seekers. And so it was our first time riding that. Um, so my husband, my son, my sister's boyfriend, and one of my nieces went on that. And I think I've heard that the last car is the most intense. Oh. And we were definitely in the last car. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't know that. I heard that afterwards and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I wonder, I, you know, I wonder what it'll be like the next time we go on it. Um, it did make a couple of our party a little motion sick. Yeah. Um, and which I knew what to expect, but it was a really awesome ride. Like it was really <laughs> cool. So isn't it so like just invigorating, like it brings yeah. new life. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, wow, this is more than I could have imagined a ride could do, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it was just amazing. Really, really, really amazing. So fun. Um, super fun. After that, we met up with the non-riders um, and went over to France because we had a lightning lane for Remy. And I will say that sort of stacking Remy and Guardians when you have people with motion sickness is a really terrible idea. Um, don't do this. Don't do what we did. Um, I think three people were sick like oh. afterwards. And luckily I had like, I had snacks and things in my bag. Yeah. Um, and for most of them, a quick go-go squeeze and some water uh -huh. actually like helped and did did what they needed it to do. Um, yeah. But yeah, Remy, Remy is a really fun ride, but it can really mess with you with those 3D glasses and uh -huh. all of that stuff. So it's like a back and forth um, jerking around. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like, just, I think even I had to close my eyes at one point and mm -hmm. I really don't get motion sickness very often. Um, so... I also, on our way over to Remy, actually adjusted our reservation time. We had an Akershus reservation, and we would have missed it for Remy. Okay. And so we just pushed it a little bit. It, there were available times to change it. I think people being able to cancel reservations with just two hours means oh, that yeah. there are a lot more reservations available. Uh -huh. um, so we just Day pushed of. it a little bit. Yeah, it, it really... It makes it a lot less stressful. So was I pushing a stroller through a very crowded International Festival of the Arts while also looking for a new reservation time? Yes. 
Oh, I say it now like it was no big deal. <laughs> I was definitely stressed in the moment. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so we adjusted our accuracy reservation. And then we walked the World Showcase, which I haven't done in years. Like, I don't think I've walked the full World Showcase in three or four years, at least, probably yeah. four years. So we did that. We actually got in line to get some gelato. We had like maybe an hour before our reservation. And it was just, now it's one of those funny stories where like, remember that time we tried to get gelato in Epcot? Um, the line just did not move at all. Oh. And eventually like there, we realized like there was a group, they were from like, I don't know, Spain or Portugal or something. Uh-huh. And it yeah. was like a business group that was traveling together. And okay. they, they took so long, like each individual person was like having a long conversation with the cast member at the window oh. about what to order. Oh. And I think it took each of them like 10 minutes to order. Yeah. And so we stood in line for like 40 minutes and never, never ended up getting gelato because then we were going to miss our reservation. Oh, um, okay. So it was just one of those really like silly situations where we were like, okay, that was a bad idea. Um, it probably would have been fine, but it just yeah. didn't work out. So now it's one of Otherwise. those funny, one of those funny stories. Like, oh, yeah, remember the gelato story? <laughs> so we we got over to Actors Juice and we had a reservation for six people. So my parents were joining us, but my sister and her family were not. Oh, okay. And so they they headed to the monorail and headed back to the hotel, um, and it was getting pretty chilly at this point. Um, and windy. It was really windy. Um, so we went in for our dinner. Betty had eaten so many, pop, so much popcorn and so many pretzels that she was, she did not take a single bite of her dinner and like nothing would not take a single bite of anything. And so I was really thankful that we didn't have to pay for her because definitely <laughs> these two and you know, we were there for her. We were there for those princesses, but yeah, she did not take a single bite. Um, the food was really yummy. It was delicious. Um, uh-huh. and we're Minnesotan and have Norwegian heritage. And so it was not anything unusual to us. It was actually like really typical Minnesotan food. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like a really unique dining experience in that regard. Yeah. Um, but it was yummy. The waiter was really, really friendly um, and really good service. And then the princesses were the whole points to be there. So it's the that experience. went over really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Always the experience and, over the food. <laughs> Always, always, always. Like I wanted to do Cinderella's Royal Table, but the princesses weren't back yet. So this okay. was really the, the chance to meet everybody. Yeah. Um, and for my daughter, it's all about Snow White and Ariel. Oh. And okay. so she she had her Sharpie in her hand. She was being a little bit spicy at dinner. Uh-huh. And um, she had her Sharpie in her hand. She didn't want to give it to... Aurora, I think, to sign her book. Um, She's like, no. <laughs> yeah, she gave her a very cold look and was like, I don't think so, lady. I don't know who you are. Um, so the princesses are wonderful. And they, you know, she like flitted away, found a different pen, was like, kept up the, the conversation the whole time. Meanwhile, Betty's absolutely glaring at her. Um, but once Snow White came over, she warmed up. And then Ariel came over. 
and she was wearing her aerial dress uh-huh. and you could just see her face. She was just Aww, smitten. She was like, her oh moment. my goodness. Oh. It's Ariel. Mommy, it's Ariel. Like she's here. She's real. She's here. So that was a really, really wonderful moment of watching her, you know, interact with Ariel. Um, And unfortunately, we did have to then take a little break outside of the restaurant. Uh Um, Not because Ariel left just unrelated, but we needed a little breather. And then um, after dinner, we walked over and had a frozen lightning lane. And so we wrote that with my parents and that was really fun. Um, And she really loved it. She was also really loving not being in the stroller at this point. Yeah. Um, But it was so cold (laughs) and so windy. Okay. I thought you were going to say difficult. (laughs) Cause I picture my daughter out of the stroller and she just has her own like mind of Actually, mom, we're going to go this way. So I totally thought you were going to say it was yeah. so difficult. <laughs> there, I mean, there is some of that, let's be real. But yeah. she, she had actually, like, again, with the, the souvenirs and having Nani, um, uh, she fell in love with a spatula from the Norway <laughs> Pavilion uh-huh. and had to have it. And yes. my mom bought her a spatula. And um, so she has got her spatula in her hand like a wand. Because as one does. Um, and we went to get the stroller, which was parked out by the lake. The, you know, the yeah. um, the lake at Epcot. And the name is escaping me right now. But um, <laughs> she lost her mind that she had to get in her stroller. But it was so cold. Like, it was unbearably cold by that water. And I was like, child, you are wearing a thin dress, shorts, and a little fuzzy jacket. And you need to get in the stroller with a blanket right now. Um, and so I plopped her in her stroller and like buckled her in, put the blanket on her. And we walked to ride Figment one more time. And she was out cold within two and a half minutes. Like she was just, she was so tired. So we walked over to Figment and my son took my parents and my husband on it. And Betty and I hung out at the end of the ride with Imageworks. Imageworks um, play area uh-huh. is. And there's some benches over there too. So we hung out there like by the gift shop. And so they got to ride the ride. And my son had shown my parents the YouTube ride video for this okay. thousands of times. So they knew exactly what they were getting into. They were into. well-versed. <laughs> they were well-versed. Like, and he was going to be skunk figment for Halloween for the longest time. And so they knew it was, they knew what was coming. But so after that, we left Epcot. We hopped on the monorail. It was about seven o'clock um, and it got dark out so early. Um, so the the lights were on on the spaceship Earth. So there were some really beautiful um, images that we caught as we were leaving. And I want to say that Rainbow Connection was playing. Um, so that was really sweet. So we headed back up to the monorail, to the contemporary, we left the park and just we were so cold. So we Went back to the hotel room, put on pants and extra layers. I had purchased one of those, fu- maybe I purchased it that night, but I got one of those fuzzy fleece jackets in Magic Kingdom. Um, and so did my niece. So we all had like either the anniversary hoodie or the yellow retro hoodie or the same uh-huh. jacket. So we all sort of matched in our picture because we were all wearing our our winter gear. But we walked to Magic Kingdom and we walked in right as the fireworks were going off. Betty was asleep this whole time. She slept the whole monorail ride into the 
into the hotel, into the hotel room. Mom and dad, you know, got changed out of shorts into pants. Eddie got changed into warmer clothes. I think he had put on pants at Epcot. I had made him bring some with. But um, she slept the whole time. She was just out. I grabbed some pants for her. Actually, I think I put them on her. I put pants on her um, while she was asleep, just in the um, figment ride area. Just took off her little bike shorts and put um, leggings on over. Mm -hmm. And she was just out cold. Um, So we walked (laughs) into the park. Well, you guys didn't... You guys didn't go back for a break because you had been in the park or getting in the park so much later. So you had been in the park since you're on, was it noon? Yeah. Yeah. So we'd been in the park for about seven hours Mm -hmm. and this was, you know, this wasn't like a super typical trip for us. We don't usually go with 10 people. Yeah. We do usually take midday breaks. So Uh all of this was sort of new for all of us. Um, Yeah. And so she was asleep until we parked the stroller at Pirates of the Caribbean. And I took her out for our lightning lane um, because we hadn't ridden Pirates on our first Magic Kingdom day. So we rode it that night um, after the fireworks and she didn't wake up until we got on the ride. So she literally like was asleep in Norway (laughs) and then woke (laughs) up on Pirates. Um, Oh, so, and then I am a total sucker and I bought her like the plastic gems at the end of the ride uh-huh. and I do not <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> I, they are not high quality. I always try to like just drag my kids. Okay. We got to go. We got to go. Like always at the end of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every ride that has a little gift shop at the end, Toy Story Mania mm-hmm. looking at you. <laughs> yep. Buzz Lightyear looking at you. Yep. So I, yeah, I relented. I was like, okay, you, these are only $6. You can have them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought her her gems. And then we walked back to Frontierland. Um, we went on Big Th- We had a, a lightning lane for Big Thunder. And I think it was, it was my nieces, my husband. It, nope, my husband stayed with Betty. It was my nieces my son and my sister's boyfriend. Um, and this was the first roller coaster I'd ridden with my nieces. And they looked backwards and they looked, they were laughing so hard at me. They were like, Oh my God, you sound just like our mom. Like, well, she Aww. is my sister. Like we apparently we both, just, we both just giggle like yeah. crazy on roller coasters. Like you would think we were young girls <laughs> giggling uh-huh. and we're not um, at all. So they they thought that was hilarious because it was like they were riding with their mom. Yeah. So yeah, so we did Big Thunder and then um, we walked over and like took some castle pictures. My mom wanted to ride on the teacup and um, we had a Space Mountain DAS that I had like grabbed when we walked into the park. So that same group went and rode on space um, and that... I mean, at this point, it was pretty late in the night. So even like lightning lanes were not taking very long. We buzzed through the queue really quickly. So we rode space and then we met them over at the teacup. And I think my sister had also taken them to get their um, 50th anniversary celebration badge. Um, They got the calligraphy done at the Christmas shop. Um, So they went and picked up their buttons. We went over to space and then we sort of regrouped and met at 
the teacups and we were all going to ride. And then my mom said, I'm not getting out of this wheelchair. I'm too cold. Oh. <laughs> she said, okay, no worries. So again, I like pivot. Let's, okay, what else can we do? Um, so I just bustled down the Cheshire cattails were still open and uh-huh. they were also serving hot cocoa. Oh, so I got sweet. two of each and then they like, everyone was so excited. I went back and got two more. Like the kids had hot cocoa, we had hot cocoa, everybody had some cattail. And so we had a nice little snack. It was, it was really nice. It was really good timing. And then, um, we headed to, I think the Emporium, we all did a little bit of shopping that night and then we walked back. So another, another late night, I think it was probably like 1030 ish when we left. Wow. Yeah. Pulling some late nights has off yeah. to you. I always say yes. like, I'm going to, I'm going to leave early. I'm going to leave, you know, right after fireworks. I'm going to leave before fireworks. And then it's like, <laughs> never fails. And I, yeah, I, I'm probably leaving late like that too. So I can't sit here and say, wow, that's a late night <laughs> <laughs> because me too. <laughs> yep. I love it though, because it's like the park is so quiet. Uh-huh. And it gets just so beautiful. Like it's so it peaceful. Does. The lights are so beautiful. Like um, this night I was getting kind of annoyed by the Christmas music on Main Street. <laughs> like as we left, I was like, this is all right. I'm getting kind of irritated by this. Like, no, it Alicia, is it is magical. It's it all is just magical. magical. <laughs> it's not magical anymore on January 13th. It's like, mm, mm-mm. No, this or June, <laughs> or June. <laughs> June I mean, I don't know. Uh, My, we were singing Christmas carols just recently, so yeah, we'll appreciate. <laughs> I just, you know, I think part of it was that I wanted my parent to get the like full Disney experience, uh-huh. and I've I have walked down Main Street before, recording the music just to send to my family. Yeah. Um, my other sister who was not with us on this past trip, but will be with us on the next one and was with me last May. Uh-huh. Her, like she loves the music on main street. And it just felt like we're being robbed. Like it's yeah. not even Christmas season anymore. And we're being robbed of our main street music. Like, yeah, I just need some dapper dance. Okay. Um, I can understand that. Definitely understand that. Yeah. Way. I feel like it's reasonable. Yes. So, yeah. So we went back um, and I don't know, Betty and the kids, Betty and Eddie probably ate some Pringles and muffins. Uh-huh. <laughs> and eventually we got, we got into bed and went to sleep. All right. So sounds like a pretty solid Epcot day ending over at Magic Kingdom. What was your next thing? So the next day was Saturday and we had a scheduled quote rest day unquote basically just a day to do some resort dining um and not take away park time and so we had a reservation around 10 in the morning at Topolino's at the Riviera and because we were staying at the Contemporary we figured the easiest way to get there we didn't have a car or anything and we thought about doing minivans that we figured with the 10 of us we'd need two possibly three and so we thought the easiest thing to do was just to walk to the Magic Kingdom bus terminals and take the bus back to the Riviera so we did that we actually waited a pretty long time for the bus to the Riviera. I think we probably waited about 35 minutes, which at that time of the morning, not a ton of people are leaving Magic Kingdom. 
Yeah. So I think that was partly why. But um, mm. we got there in time for that. We had walked over early. I think we gave ourselves an hour to get there. Um, so we got there um, and checked in with plenty of time. This was another reservation, though, where um, they really wanted to accommodate us all at one table. So I think we waited for maybe 45 minutes from the time we checked in before the time we were seated. And that was fine. Um, you know, it's a, a comfy and beautiful resort. So we just hung out um, and we, of course, had our popcorn bucket with. So there were kids snacks. Um, by the time we were seated, I want to say it was around 11. That is one of my favorite meals. And for the longest time, my son said it was his favorite meal as well. And so we've done Topolino's, I think, every trip since it's been open. Mm -hmm. um, so we've done it three times now. Um, and each time it's been lovely um, and wonderful. I love the characters. I love the Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy and their costumes at that restaurant. They're just, yeah. they're really, really fun. So we had a really, really nice brunch, um, really good food. It was too cold to go out on the terrace. So the terrace was closed. Okay. So we weren't able to look out, which is a bummer. But yeah, that's like a half is. perk of dining there. <laughs> I know. I know. I was sad. I was like, we can't even see Epcot. <laughs> but it was really nice. And it just, it took a really long time. Being seated took a long time. Dining took a long time. I think we left, we got on the bus to Disney Springs from the Riviera at one. So we had arrived for a 10 a.m. reservation and we left at one in the afternoon. Um, so that was a long reservation, um, but really, really good. And we always have really good food there. Definitely a, a recommendation for anyone. We took the bus over to Disney Spring and we had a couple of things on our agenda, just some things we wanted to look at and shops we wanted to go in. And I really wanted to get on the Gideon's wait list. I uh -huh. haven't had Gideon's before um, and always mean to. And so we headed over there first and I checked with the cast member about the virtual queue and it was a five hour wait <laughs> and he said oh, <laughs> so this is the saturday of mlk day weekend uh-huh so i'm sure that that was part of it but like january is supposed to be a slower time and there was definitely still a five hour wait it didn't happen maybe next time we were we had reservations that evening like within three hours so i was like well Oh, that won't work. So, no. so we went into World of Disney. We did some shopping. We did some shopping in like the co-op and the pin traders. And it just went around that sort of end of Disney Springs. My son got some stuff at Uniqlo. My husband brought my son back to the room probably within 45 minutes. Um, he was just done. He had had enough shopping. He was not in it for walking just so that he could shop. Like, if you're going to walk, put me on a ride. And so they caught the bus back early. And he had my husband almost convinced to, to go in the pool. He wanted to swim so badly. And it was, I mean, we're, again, we're Minnesotans. And we are wearing sweatshirts and hoodies and long sleeves and pants. And my kid wants to get in the pool. And I think it was probably like 55 degrees for a high that day. Uh -huh. Um, and it was like, like he, they ended up not 
swimming. But my husband was like, he almost had me convinced like I was going to do it. And then he was like, nah, dad, I'm just going to hang out here and play on my iPad for a while. <laughs> um, so they took a nice little break and rest. We kept shopping. Um, we hit up the Aaron McKenna's um, allergy bakery. Like there's a, a gluten-free bakery. So my niece got some snacks. And then we got in line for the bus to go back to the Contemporary. Um, that was another long wait. We had a lot of long waits for buses on this day. Like every bus was at least a 30-minute wait. So we got on the bus back to the Contemporary. I called my husband as we were on our way and said, hey, we need to get on the monorail to get to dinner basically as soon as we get back. So can you please just meet us in the entryway, um, you know, in the main lobby, and we'll hop on the monorail. My sister's boyfriend actually took all of the shopping bags and he loves to do like marathons and decathlons and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, he took all of the active shopping stuff. bags and active, active stuff. Yes. He like does like, I don't know. He does like a hundred mile thing. Oh and it's, my goodness. Yeah. I, I like it. My brain can't actually even process what it is. Um, don't send me because it's so, it's so, yeah, like that sounds like torture um, horizontal running for me <laughs> only running my mind's eye um he took all the bags and sprinted back to the rooms with them and was back in like three minutes oh um, my goodness i know hired i know yeah he's amazing um so he took all the stuff back so he didn't have to lug it with us to ohana that night so we hopped on the monorail and rode over to ohana we had Again, two reservations for six and four. This is the one place where, and this has happened twice now, so it, like I want to be conscientious of it. The cast member at the hostess stand is a little bit prickly and definitely scolded us for having checked in in the app. And we had done so like maybe 10 seconds before we approached her, like because we didn't know we weren't supposed to. Mm -hmm. um, but scolded us for checking in and not telling her that we had a 10-person party and that our reservations needed to be combined. Mm -hmm. And, like, we're pretty easygoing yeah. people. So, like, I mean, it's fine if we can't sit together. Like, that's okay. If we could be seated near each other, that would be great. But, like, we understand uh -huh. if we can't. Um, and then she refused to see any of us because I had taken Betty into the bathroom for a diaper oh. change and but I like I was standing there with Betty and the rest of the group when she said I can't seat you until your entire party's here I was like, oh, okay. you mean me like who's missing yeah. um, I get so that. I that can be so frustrating and I I totally get that and then I start to think like well why is this you know, cast member acting a little bit sour. And I just have to think that they've probably encountered so many guests that have been really like rude to them. And, yes. you know, you have a nice family come along that's super easygoing, like your family and probably like kind from the get go. But this cast member might just have, yeah, had a, a few sour guests <laughs> either already that day or whatnot. And so I try to just like help my mind go to that place of, you know, everyone just has those moments of 
bad moods and bad experiences. Yep. So that's where it's coming from. Me, it's not me. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I think for me, it really, it sort of shines a light on like that dining location that it is uh-huh. so busy. It's so hard to get a reservation sometimes. Yeah. It's so in demand. It's so yummy, um, but it's so chaotic and so busy. And uh-huh. I think it, like that whole situation must just be such a strain on the staff that work there. Like whether you're a hostess or a waiter or a server, um, it's just, it's a lot. And I don't like, I love the food, um, but the experience is just lacking a little bit. And Uh I think that is probably part of it. Like, and I I don't necessarily blame the individual cast members at all. Like I think it's, it's the nature of, that location and that's something uh-huh. if you are someone who is going to react negatively to an encounter like that um it might be worth noting like this can yeah. be a pretty stressful dining situation um there's a lot going on and it doesn't always have that like characteristic disney charm that mm-hmm. other dining locations have so just like something to keep in mind. Um, I haven't I haven't felt like I would never return there. Um, but I have felt a little bit like maybe this isn't the best place for a family with little kids. Maybe this isn't the best place for my family, like right now at this point. Yeah. Um, I can see that. Asked my, I asked my husband about it like afterwards, and he was like, Yeah, I'm not in a rush to go back there. The food was amazing, but the the experience was less than I was sort of anticipating. Uh-huh. So just like worth noting, you know, again, like I don't think there is any ill will or ill intention at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the two times that I've been there um, sort of had that same experience. And I think it's just a stressful position for those cast members. Um, but yeah, it was sort of funny because I was, she was making eye contact with me when she said it and I was super confused what was happening. Um, cause I had been in the bathroom. So, and then there was some, my family looked at me and I'm like, how long have you been here? I was like, I don't, the whole time, what's happening? <laughs> so eventually we were seated. We were at separate tables, totally fine. Um, the waitress was very, very kind and brought Betty her own bowl of butter, um, honeyless butter because Betty loves butter and she, I think she ate the whole bowl of it. Um, and my kids love Ohana noodles. So mm-hmm. we ate until we were uncomfortably full and <laughs> it was absolutely delightful food as I would expect. Um, uh-huh. So good. Such a wonderful meal. Um, and then we did some shopping around the poly um, and then we took the monorail back to the contemporary for the night. So it was our early night. We were back at the hotel by nine. Nice and Cinderella. Good job. <laughs> I know, right? Like I our second to last day. Like I'm figuring this out. But yeah, we went back to the hotel early and just sort of crashed. All right. It looks like we're at your last park day. Yes. So this is the day where my son wakes up in tears because he has to go home tomorrow. Oh, um, me too, buddy. Me too. 
he start the Disney blues hit him hard well before we leave. <laughs> premature. So, <laughs> premature Disney blues. So this is our Animal Kingdom morning. And we did plan to rope drop because we we had an earlier night the night before. And we were going to rope drop Animal Kingdom, knock out the three rides we planned to do, and then come back for lunch at Steakhouse 71, and then hop to Magic Kingdom. Um, Wait, was would this yeah. be your third Steakhouse 71 reservation on this trip alone? This would have been, well, so this one was rescheduled from our first okay. day. Okay, um, so your second. Yes, and my parents Bougie. had also gotten, <laughs> oh yes, yes. Um, it's so good. It's so delicious. <laughs> I support parents, this purchase. My parents had gotten Steakhouse 71 breakfast takeout on our Epcot day. So there was a lot of Steakhouse 71, um, <laughs> or at least there was a lot of plans for Steakhouse 71. Yeah. It's the best. Um, but don't everyone go there because I, I don't make it busy. Um, don't make it Topolino's. <laughs> Don't make it to Valino's or Ohana, please. Leave it. Leave make it for me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, the plan was rope drop Animal Kingdom, back for Steakhouse 71, then hop to Magic Kingdom. Unfortunately, it was 36 degrees that morning. Coincidentally, 33 degrees in Minnesota at the same time. I was going to say, in Orlando? Wow. Yes. This girl was Shocking. mad. I was, I there was out, I, there was rage. I mean, not really, <laughs> but I was pretty mad because it was like, I did not fly to Florida for the no, same stupid this. weather that I have at home. Mm-hmm. And the rides that we were going to do primarily Flight of Passage, yes, Navi River oh. for Betty, and then Expedition Everest. And, um, I'm sorry, I just did not want to go on a roller coaster in 36 degrees. Like, uh-huh. that just seemed like a terrible idea. My sister and I met in the hallway and to book our lightning lanes. And I said, you know, I think that we should give it an hour and go in a little bit later. Okay, I didn't want to ride a roller coaster in 36 degrees. But I was also thinking, like, with my mom, she's in a wheelchair. We didn't pack our winter gear. We left all of our winter coats in our cars at the airport. So mm-hmm. we didn't have our regular winter jackets with us because we were going to Florida. We had <laughs> hoodies. We had we bought my mom a blanket. And I was like, I don't really want to stick her on a bus and then haul her into Animal Kingdom where it is 36 degrees. Um, so she can watch us go on roller coasters. Like she's gonna freeze. Uh-huh. And and so are we. So so we agreed, like, let's just give it an hour. Let's let it warm up a little bit. Like, you know, it wasn't going to be 36 degrees all day. Um, this is like the time of year when the articles come out about like iguanas falling out of trees and stuff. And <laughs> so my dad was like, my dad is such a dad joke guy. Like yeah. he was constantly like, have you seen any iguanas? You know, they fall out of trees when they freeze. And so that was like a running <laughs> refrain during the trip was like the frozen iguanas. Um, so the other thing that didn't work out the way we wanted it to was, um, as I was booking our lightning lane for Expedition Everest, my sister was trying to get flight of passage 
for an individual lightning lane and her My Disney Experience app crashed as she Uh was doing it. And then when she opened it again, the next available time was at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Of course. I know. And like, we were not planning on being there that late. Yeah. And I especially didn't want her to pay for it. And then, you know, we're not going to use it or whatever. Admittedly, like, thinking back, like we should have just checked again in half an hour, but we just said, whatever, we'll just skip it. We'll just grab a DAS selection for it. When we get into the park, just go back to your room, get ready, whatever. So we went, um, we headed to the bus around eight 30. Um, we got coffee and donuts at contemporary grounds. The, um, coffee shop there, they have Joffrey's stuff and they have the Joffrey's donuts, which my children love those giant donuts. <laughs> so I have this great picture it's, of Betty just diving headfirst into a huge uh, pink donut. The size of their head. They're like crazy. <laughs> they are. And they like, they absolutely love them. And I'm, I am here for it. Like, yes, yes. you can absolutely have that giant donut. Knock yourself okay. out. <laughs> My son only eats the top, like the frosting and the sprinkles. Like that's all my son will eat. Well, yeah. He leaves the bottom. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the same way he eats a hot dog is right, right in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. Like corn on the cob. Yep. (laughs) Yes. Betty eats her donuts the same way. And then I get the (laughs) naked bottom of the donut, which is great because I don't like the frosting. So so it all works out. Um, she, I want to say she ate like 90% of that donut though. She must've been really Mm -hmm. hungry. Um, she packed it away. So we get to the park, um, and it was pretty busy actually for January. Again, this is the day before MLK day. So a lot of people are coming in for the long weekend, you know, it's just, it's busy. So I grab a DAS for flight of passage the minute we enter the park and it was already at 180 minutes. So uh-huh. that's a much longer wait than we were planning on. Uh-huh. Um, and it just, it is what it is. So we get into the park and our first lightning lane was for Expedition Everest. I think it was at like 930. So we walk back to Expedition Everest um, and we go on and my, my parents aren't going to ride that ride. So, mm-hmm. and my sister won't do it either. One of my nieces went on and she actually lost her phone in the ride oh. vehicle. It fell out of her pocket. And so we get off the ride and we're meeting up with everybody. And she's all of a sudden she's panicked. She's like, I don't know where my phone is. And I, oh. you know, I was like, okay, okay. Deep breath. Let's check. Find find my phone. So I like pulled up her. We are, you know, we all share locations with each other. So I pulled up her location and I zoomed in. And it was like, it is still on the ride vehicle. I can see it right here. <laughs> I was like, sticking a ride. <laughs> it, it is okay. It is at the station. Like, let's go back. So I just went up to the cast members just in case this ever happens to you. Um, you just, I took her hand and we walked up. And I said, we left a phone on the ride. We just got off and we have left a cell phone on the ride. And they, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go through the queue and then go right to the exit. 
um, and they'll let you, you know, you can go in that way. So we just went back through the queue, went to the exit, um, the cast member saw us and was like, yeah, can you confirm what it looks like, whatever. Um, and then they had her unlock. They had it in already like in their little locker area, um, uh-huh. little storage cabinet. And they just had her unlock it to, you know, prove that it was hers. And then we went on our merry way. So it took maybe <sighs> five minutes, but it was a stressful five minutes. Yeah. Um, and so after I got back, um, the plan was to walk over to No Man Lounge for gluten-free churros. My husband and son are crazy. Like, Nicole, I was freezing. It was <laughs> maybe, maybe 45 degrees. And we just rode Everest, which is a lot of wind and a lot uh-huh. of, like, high speed, right? I yeah. am absolutely freaking freezing. I- and my son is like... You know, mom, we haven't had Mickey bars yet on this trip. <laughs> and there's an ice cream stand right here. And, and now's I, a great like, time. And now is a great time. So I was like, you know what? Do whatever you want, you weird kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got my husband and my son Mickey bars. And oh. they ate those like crazy people. Um, and then we walked over to Nomad Lounge and uh, my sister just ran in and put in an order for the gluten-free churros. Mm-hmm. So we ate those and then um, we had a DAS for Navi River. And that was just, it was a, what was available when we made the DAS selections. And it was something my daughter could do. And I knew we were going to do Flight of Passage. So I liked the idea that it was in Pandora. Um, yeah. So we... We hopped on Navi River. She really loved it, but she also just really loved Pandora. Like the uh-huh. sun has had started coming out, so it was getting warmer, and she was able to like explore a little bit. She definitely tried to climb the rocks, which you're not supposed to do, <laughs> um, but she was able to explore a little bit, and that was really nice. And we just hung out in the sun for a while, um, and then my sister, my parents joined us, um, and like I ordered some snacks at Pangu Pangu um, and got the, like the um, Pongo Lupia with the, it's like the pineapple cream cheese spring roll. Mm-hmm. And then we got some night blossom drinks and then everybody was and we got a big pretzel too. Um, everybody was enjoying the snacks. And then I was like, you know what? We said, we have to cancel our steakhouse 71 reservation. We're not going to make it. Um <laughs> So I went back and ordered some cheeseburger pods from Satuli Canteen and Mm -hmm. just, we hung out in front of, like in front of Satuli Canteen um, because we had plenty of space and like the kids were just having such a good time sort of exploring and roaming that I didn't want to make them like come in and sit down. So we just had like two trays with our snacks and meals on it and the kids each a like they just loved the cheeseburger pods. So, so that worked well. Um, that was really good. And then, um, flight of passage came up, like we finally like got on that. So it was through DAS. So Eddie had to go on and he loves that ride. Um, so that was fine. And then my husband, my sister, my dad, my sister's boyfriend, and then one of my nieces went on after, they wrote that that's another one similar to guardians where even with a lightning lane, you're going to wait. There's mm-hmm. the, the pre-show is pretty long. 
Um, so it was probably half an hour before they came back out. Yeah. Um, and so at that point, we started making our way towards the exit. Um, we made some souvenir purchases for children because they are spoiled. So we have a like <laughs> just glowing, a few more. <laughs> just a few more. Just I mean, we Throw have it in the bag. We haven't even really scratched the surface of souvenirs that they got on this trip. But um, Eddie got a glowing blue spear that can be taken apart. And Mm -hmm. so that was very exciting. Um, And so we walked to the bus stops and I carried Betty from Pandora all the way to the bus then stood in line with her for 20 minutes holding her, then got on the bus holding her, sat on the bus holding her, mm. and I held her and the stroller. It was a very busy bus. So I had a place to sit, um, but and Eddie had a place to sit, but my husband had to stand, and I was like, you know, leave the stroller with me. I'll hold on to it. But I uh-huh. literally fell asleep on the bus, holding the baby and the stroller. And then Eddie also fell asleep on top of me. (laughs) So so we all took a little cat nap on the way to Magic Kingdom. And so we, I think we got in the queue for the bus right at two, like right at park hop time. And so we got to Magic Kingdom right around three. It took a while for the bus to come. And then it's a bit of a drive. Like, yeah. And it was actually, it was kind of nice, honestly, because it gave us a chance to just snoozed a little bit and it was warm Uh on the bus and I had been cold all day. (laughs) So anyway, um, so we got to Magic Kingdom and it was right in time for the parade. So we hopped in, I like ran to use the bathroom by town square and, um, or like by the fire station, the parade was like taped off and like you could hear the music, but the characters weren't there yet. Uh-huh. So we grabbed a spot to stand and like had no intentions of grab of catching the parade, but watched the parade and it was lovely and wonderful. And we were some of the last people that the characters passed before they um, walked off stage. And uh-huh. so that was fun because they were like, they had a lot of energy and they were giving a lot of attention um, as they sort of went off stage. So that was really fun. Um, my daughter really loved it. That was, I think, the first parade she's really engaged <laughs> with. Yeah. So that was really fun. After that, we headed up Main Street. We took some like family and group photos. The blue glowing spear from Animal Kingdom is present in like all of the photos. <laughs> um, just so funny. And then um, we went into Tomorrowland. My mom decided she needed some coffee. I mean, we're we're on day four. We've been hitting the parks pretty hard. I think everybody needed a caffeine boost. Yeah. And I, th- I have a feeling she also napped on the bus. <laughs> um, but so we got in line for Joffrey's. And that, I mean, if there's one thing I could change at Magic Kingdom, it would be more Joffrey's locations. Uh-huh. Um, because that Tomorrowland one takes so stinking long. Yeah. So it just we need more coffee locations in Magic Kingdom. Please and thank you. So <laughs> we we got in line. Um Stitch came out and was on the stage. So my my son was excited to see him. 
So we went over and did the stitch meet and greet. And then um, eventually we got our coffee and it was time for our Splash Mountain Lightning Lane. And um, half of the group was not interested in going on um, because it was cold and wet and Splash Mountain was not in its top form anyway. Like I think half the audio animatronics were either not working or just turned off. It was <laughs> They're really like we're closing seriously, anyways. <laughs> seriously, it was really dark. There were a lot of sections where like the lights just weren't on. Um, <laughs> there were sections where we went through and I was like, there used to be stuff here. I can't tell you what right now, but I yeah. know it didn't look like this. Um, yeah, there were like the the riverboat wasn't moving, like the wheel wasn't like there was just oh there were yeah it was really it was real bad, um like they were not at all worried about this thing, um and then we got stuck so it um we got stuck in the laughing place. And we were stuck for probably 15 minutes Mm. and they turned the light, they turned the lights on. Um, Uh And so we thought we were going to be, you know, we weren't going to be able to finish it. And then all of a sudden they turned the lights off and they were like, your vehicle will start momentarily. So we made it through, which was both good and bad because my son was really, you know, he really wanted to go on it one more time. And it uh-huh. was bad because he and I were in the front seat and I uh. was wearing denim and my butt got soaked and I was so cold and uncomfortable for the rest of the night um, because I just didn't even think through what I was doing. It's so one last splash. <laughs> it was one last splash and it, it really made a lasting impact. Yes. Um, <laughs> so then we went over to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because that was, you know, sort of the favorite thrill ride at Magic Kingdom for the whole group. So we did another rider switch. And this is another hilarious photo of my mom where she looks like she's being tortured, but she was actually like doing a thrill ride yell and like arms up type thing. It was really cute. (laughs) Um, Betty and I went into the Winnie the Pooh gift shop and I bought Mm -hmm. sweatpants because my pants were cold and wet. Um, And they they are okay. They are my favorite sweatpants, so I don't regret it. But I also had to get her a plushie, and she wanted a poo plushie, and I ended up spending like ninety dollars, all because I hadn't thought ahead and hadn't put on a poncho and had cold wet pants. Um, so easy to do that, like it's so easy. <laughs> Let me buy like I'm gonna buy sweatpants and I'm taking you into a toy shop and now I have to buy you a plushie Uh and $100 later like what are you gonna do they know how to get money out of you that extra money they really do they're really sneaky (laughs) and I had I had ponchos but they were back in the room because Mm -hmm. we didn't need them for Animal Kingdom and we were supposed to be coming back to the hotel like we had a lunch reservation I was going to regroup before we went to magic kingdom and that like that didn't happen. So yeah, my mistake, um, but they are my favorite sweatpants. So I'm not too (laughs) upset about it. Um, we headed over to Peter Pan. We had another lightning lane that had been a classic favorite from the nineties for us. So another one that we wanted to do again. And then we also, um, we were like, 
by this point we had crossed the park a couple of times. Um, it took us a long time to get our Joffrey's. So it was already like dark out and we were ready for dinner. Um, so we mobile ordered cosmic rays, went over there, um, had burgers and fries and just chilled for a while, ate dinner after cosmic rays. We all went and did little mermaid. Then, um, Big kids went to Big Thunder and little kids and older adults did Small World. So it was my parents, my sister, myself, and Betty on Small World, um, which Betty loves Small World. So that went well. And then while we were on Small World, the fireworks went off um, and we got to see some of them, um, but we didn't see the whole show. Then we did um, we did Buzz Lightyear. No, I'm sorry. I skipped ahead. Um, so we did the fireworks and then we repeated our tried and true and most favorite of Dole Whips and Tiki, the Tiki Room. And so my um, my son was like, but we, Auntie Katie, we need you to come with. So everybody got Dole Whip and went into the Tiki Room. And so it was really fun because my kids are like, everyone's here to see it. Nani and Poppy are here. Everybody's going to see it. So we did the Tiki Room. Um, and then then we went over and did a Buzz Lightyear Lightning Lane um, because we hadn't gotten on that one yet. And then we had a Space Mountain Lightning Lane. And at this point, um, Betty was starting to lose it a little bit. And so... After Buzz Lightyear, she just wanted to stand outside of the ride and spin with her beautiful dress. And it was cold again, and she didn't want to wear her jacket. She wanted to wear her short-sleeved dress and spin and dance like a princess. So I hung out with her for a while, um, and the, the big kids went on Space Mountain. And then we're really like, we're trying to get through the night like just the last few things. Um, my husband took her to the Emporium with the rest of the family. She might have ducked into a clothing display and just sort of lost her mind a little bit. Um, but Eddie and I went on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train one last time. We had the um, rider switch from earlier. And then I got a phone, my phone started ringing as we were on the ride and it was my husband. And I was like, Oh no, Oh no. What, ha- what's going on? Um, and it was just like, it was just Betty. Um, and I, he, he even said afterwards, he was like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have called you. Like I knew you were on a ride. <laughs> like what were you going to do? Um, you but can't he was just, do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, then I was like, Oh my God, what's wrong? Um, but he was just telling, calling to tell me that he and my niece were going to walk back. Um, you know, don't bother meeting us at the Emporium. We're just going to walk back to the room. He took a picture where like she is in the stroller holding my niece's hand the whole way because she's so distraught about what she, like whatever freedom she wasn't allowed to have in the Emporium. (laughs) Um, So we got back to the, Eddie and I finished the ride and then we walked back. My um, sister and her boyfriend were waiting for us and he, like Eddie was in tears because the trip is over and he's such an awesome guy. Like he gave Eddie a shoulder ride all the way back to our room 
at the contemporary. So he walked this eight-year-old child all the way back on his shoulders. Um, So they are such spoiled kids. We get back to the room and Betty is just bright as sunshine playing with her new Ariel Mermaid toy book and not ready for bed at all. Um, And it was like, child, you you are too much. Um, So yeah, so they played for, I don't know, half an hour and then went to bed around 1130. And that was our last perk day. So we, we definitely stretched it as best we could. Wow. Yeah. Lots of good memories made, but I'm a little exhausted. (laughs) You know, it was a long trip. (laughs) No, but it sounds like a good amount. Like it was such a good, like even of starting like a late park day, staying late, but still like just a chill morning. So it sounds like, you know, with 10 people, that's a lot to manage all the different ages, so much to manage as well. Like I I feel like pretty successful. So good job. Pat on the back for that. Thank you. We did a lot. We did accomplish a lot. We got on a lot of rides. Um, so that felt like it was like a good use of time. Um, and I knew we weren't going to be rope drop to close people. Um, that's just, that's too much. Um, I love it though. My parents are so awesome. Like that Epcot night when it was super cold and you know, we, it's like, it's dark out. It's already, I I mean, I say seven o'clock, like that's some late time. Maybe I'm just a toddler parent, but like, I was like, do you guys just want to go back to the room? Do you want to go to Magic Kingdom? Like, and they're like, well, if you're going to Magic Kingdom, we're we're up for it. Yeah, we're up for it. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, so good. Yeah, they were down for anything. So, so yeah, so that was fun. But the next day we had breakfast at Chef Mickey at like 9.45. So we we just continued our bougie way <laughs> and had bell services come get our bags. You know, it was like at this point, I'm not hauling them down there they we yeah no we'll just carry this out through the whole trip which you know when i've stayed at pop century i've definitely hauled my booty down and gotten my amazon order myself and like hauled it back in my arms and but uh-huh. not for this trip um <laughs> so bell services came and got our stuff we went to chef mickey and we had breakfast the characters came around you know it was Lovely and delicious. We made one more stop in the gift shop and had to buy a Chef Mickey plush and then a Marie the Cat plush that is <laughs> in my daughter's bed right now. So I guess she did like it. But yeah, um, la- like literally stuffing those plushies into the car seat bag um, to get on the plane <laughs> and then headed out on Sunshine Flyer to the airport. So our flight was at 2.20 um, that afternoon, and th- it was completely uneventful, luckily. <laughs> um, and so we just flew home, got through security, and flew home, and everything was fine. It was cold and horrible here, and just as you would expect in January. But um, but yeah, so the the departure day was pretty uneventful, but it was nice to have that character breakfast to kind of rounded out. So, yeah. 
I agree with that. I love like on our last trip, we had the Cape May character breakfast and it's such a good like send off. So I think I love that. And you're at the contemporary. You had to go to Chef Mickey. So I know, I know, know, right? Like Chef, I've had a Chef Mickey reservation every single trip that I've ever taken. And this is the first time we've actually gone. So so I always have it. And then it ends up getting canceled because Mm -hmm. we're either overspent, overtired, overbooked, over whatever. Like we're just, we're just done. And so this was the first time we actually made it to Chef Mickey. Oh, awesome. um, and it's nice because um, my husband and son are really, re- like, really big fans of a Goofy movie. Uh-huh. Um, before I called you, they were actually, like, upstairs having a dance party to the whole album. And <laughs> so this is, I, I know, they're so stinking cute. Um, but this was, like, one of the only goofy character meals. He's not at Garden Grill. He's not at Topolino's. Mm-hmm. He's not at, you know, um, what's the other one? Oh, I think he is at Tusker House. Uh, he's at Hollywood and Vine. I know that. Is he at Hollywood and Vine? Um, mm-hmm. There were a couple that, you know, we had looked at and like, or ones that we've done that he's just not at. So, yeah. We hadn't seen Mickey, or I'm sorry, we hadn't seen Goofy <laughs> since like 2019. So uh-huh. they were both super excited, like, oh, Goofy's here. Aww. Yes. So, so that was really sweet and cute. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that was it. That was the whole trip. And it was exhausting um, and fun. And we're going to do it all over again and add another sister and another niece. And <laughs> we'll just learn from this one and hopefully the weather is a little bit nicer but yeah we'll be back so that'll be next january 12 people next time 12 people yeah oh my goodness well you mastered 10 people so just add extra if you want 13 i'm right here and i'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, can be a kid <laughs> you gotta bring the kids too yeah or i can be the kid and i'll just stow away in the stroller oh i have an annual pass now so we don't have to do that (laughs) yeah i mean stowing away in the stroller seems like a really good way to just relax through the park Uh i don't get why these children are so anxious to get out of the stroller i like the i like the idea of like someone pushing me around from ride to ride and just handing me snacks that sounds like a really good deal and buying me whatever I want. Yes, I, I yeah. agree. I signed up for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like such a good trip. And I, it really sounds like, I mean, for the age ranges that you had going with you and all of all of the different opinions and whatnot, it, I mean, it sounds like it was pretty well managed. So, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think there were a couple of things that I would – probably do differently um like it's such a little thing but like I wouldn't make my kids wait while we got Joffrey's if I were to do it again like I know that's a long line and I don't really know what I was thinking because I was like yeah I'll I'll get a coffee too that's cool I'm like really we should have just like gotten on the people mover or something while they waited and I just wasn't totally thinking um but it was sort of late in the trip and later in the day and I was I had just taken a nap, so I was on it. <laughs> but stuff like that, like, because waiting can be hard on kids 
um, especially if there's something they're really excited about doing. And so my son was really excited about Splash Mountain, right? Um, So there are some things that I probably would do a little bit differently. The other thing that made it just a little bit more complicated was, frankly, Betty. Um, You know, toddlers are toddlers and they're going to be unreasonable a lot of the time. And (laughs) she was having this unrealistic expectation that only mommy could push her stroller. And (laughs) mommy mommy can't both push the, push the stroller and do all these lightning lanes and keep track of what's this, like the schedule, the itinerary and move the reservations and also like maybe go on a ride with Eddie. Like, but anytime she looked back, if I was there and she realized anyone else was pushing the stroller, she'd flip out. So like, that's not something you can plan for, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, that's, that's just an unreasonable toddler. And they happen at Disney world as well as Disneyland, as well as at home and uh-huh. in airports. So it Always. just is what it is. So, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, I mean, making the most of it and figuring it out as you go. I mean, I feel like like what you're saying, there's always kind of lessons learned from the next trip and whatnot. And, you know, this trip obviously is going to look a lot different than if you were just going with your family of four. So, yep, yep. always, always different things. Um, yes. I mean, Disney trips are always going to be different from each other. So, <laughs> Yes. So, so my, um, I just have one tip of the week that we've sort of already touched on, but, um, if you're taking a trip with a lot of people, just plan to go really slow. If you've been to Disney before, um, I would say take your, your normal, um, schedule, your normal itinerary, your normal, like expectations for the day and just cut them in half. Um, (laughs) that it's just not reasonable um, to try to get as much done as you normally would or to expect that, you know, people can, can move that quickly. There's going to be more bathroom breaks. There's going to be more snack breaks. There's just going to be more time spent. You know, we even spent a lot of time like walking back up to the front of the park so that they could get stuff out of their lockers. And that wasn't time that I had ever accounted for before because we don't ever get a locker. Um, so just plan on going slow and lower your expectations of how much you can really get done. Um, obviously I think we still got a lot done, but Mm -hmm. just coming from that place of like, okay, I'm going to expect to go slow and take a lot of breaks. Like you'll just feel better and be happier overall. So Yeah. And so my tip of the week, and it's something that you touched on a lot about teaming up with your sister for your lightning lanes. So it's to link everyone in your, my Disney experience, um, like account before (laughs) you're trying to snag your lightning lanes, um, make sure everyone's linked up and that's going to be before 7am. Most people popular time to do it um, and just double check it is by 6:45 a.m. So that way you're ready to go uh, for your lightning lane selection at 7 a.m. But linking everyone up um, in the app probably before your trip is is the best way to go about that. But if you have a big party like that, 
um, making sure everyone's in there so that way you can select, you know, who's going to go on this lightning lane or we want everyone for it, um, making sure that the whole fam's in there. Yes, absolutely. We definitely made sure that that was set up ahead of time. And then um, we've had, my sister and I have had each other's passwords for years as well. Um, mm-hmm. Just in case something happens so that like if somebody loses a, a family member, we've had that happen too, <laughs> where like one family member fell off. Um, uh-huh. So just making sure that you have access, you have everyone linked, everyone is in there and then um, that everyone is showing up when you're making those lightning lane reservations. Um, we had a lot of dry runs and then, um, we've also booked for each other many times when the other one is on a flight. So, um, having a backup, like having at least two people who have sort of con- not control of everyone, but have access to everyone is really, really helpful. And if there's ever like any problems, um, once you're in the parks with people not showing up or not being able to like select everyone for the lightning lanes, those blue umbrellas around the park, um, they're kind of scarce, but it's much better than going up to, um, guest relations. Mm -hmm. Those blue guest experience umbrellas are, I love that they're scattered about because they have been so helpful for, um, you know, my Disney experience app stuff, but also just like random questions or whatnot. So if there's ever a problem with any of um, the people linking up or literally anything else heading to those blue umbrellas are always just a quick, quick way to get some answers. Yes, definitely. I think my favorite one is over by storybook circus because it's sort of out of the way. Um, Uh But yeah, definitely make Take advantage of the blue umbrellas if you have anything going on. My sister's um, memory maker wasn't linking everyone, so photos weren't showing up for her. Um, Mm. So she had to chat with them, and they were able to help with that. Um, Yeah, definitely. The blue umbrellas are a great tip. That's going to wrap up today's show. Nicole, where can listeners find you online? My social media handle is Bibbity Bobbity Bestie on Instagram and all social media channels. And you can find me on Instagram at pixie dust underscore parent. So I'm so glad you guys joined us and stay tuned for our next episode where we're talking about flying with kiddos. Please make sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram for the latest podcast episodes. And if you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.